joined now by Oklahoma State great, former PGA Tour golfer Andy Dillard in the house with us on the Gimme Zone. Andy, what a season already for Scotty Scheffler. That continues once more after his victory on Sunday at the World Golf Championships Dell Technologies Match Play event down in Texas. Beat fellow American Kevin Kisner 4-3 and three in the final. And now Scotty Scheffler is the new world number one. What was your reaction to Scotty Scheffler's latest triumph in the WGC Dell Technologies Match Play Championship? Well, you know, each time he... W- each time he wins, he gains some confidence. Uh, I was kind of surprised he beat Kevin Kisner in that format just because Kiz has done well in the past. He's a grinder, a great putter. Um, that golf course fits his eye. Uh, it fits his game. So, uh, But, you know, he ran into to Scotty Scheffler, who seems like uh, since they picked him for the Ryder Cup, uh, his confidence has sky high, gone sky high, and uh, ever since then, it seems like he's just got a little, a little better and a little better. Not any, not anything huge. Maybe just more self confidence in who he is and what he does. And now he's ranked number one in the world, which uh, you wouldn't ever think of Scotty Scheffler being the number one ranked player in the world, but here he is. So he wins the WGC Dell Technologies Match Play Championship. He's already won the Arnold Palmer Invitational and the Waste Management Phoenix Open this season. Three wins already. You mentioned the confidence, Andy, and that does seem to be maybe the biggest growth for Scotty Scheffler. In terms of his game specifically, what are you seeing from Scotty Scheffler that's just a little bit different for him so far this season? Well, you know, I'm sure he's going to probably tell you the same thing. Not a lot of difference, which out there there's not a lot of difference. I'm, I'm going to guess, and just per, just personally, I see, him, I see him making a few putts more than what he's used to. Um, you don't get to be number one player in the world by not being a great putter and putting well uh, consistently. So uh, over the course of time, over a period of time, I'm gonna. Sh- I'm sure he's gonna tell you that the difference in his golf game, where he is now and where he was, uh, he's been putting well, uh, making a putt or two each round that makes a difference. Not a birdie, maybe a six-foot par putt, a 12-foot par putt, something like that, and just gaining confidence in himself that he belongs out there and that his golf game is is good enough to not only be competitive, but to win on a consistent basis. Andy Dillard is our guest with us here on the Gimme Zone. Josh Elmer alongside Brian Vineyard and Matt Riddles. The buzz in the golf world right now nationally is Tiger Woods playing 18 holes at Augusta National. It seems like maybe he's gearing up to play this Masters Championship what are your thoughts about that with Tiger Woods in the Masters? Are we inching toward Tiger actually playing this major championship? You know, I wouldn't think he was there. Tiger's not there just for the champion's dinner. Uh, and he's not there just to play in the Masters. Um, if Tiger's there and he tees off on the first hole in the tournament, 
he feels like he's he's going his golf game is good enough, health wise is okay. He can walk seventy two holes and he's got a chance to win. So uh I can I would be surprised if he's not there right now with no intentions of playing in the tournament. He could be there right now testing to see if he can uh persevere seventy two holes of walking with his, his leg, you know, that's a tough golf course to walk. Uh, and you throw a bad leg in a, from a car injury, like he was, uh, it, his golf swing could be okay, but he might not be sure if he can walk 72 holes, uh, right now. So, um, he's there for a reason. He's there, I think, to test his leg out to see if that's going to be a possibility. If he's there and he's playing, he's playing well enough that he thinks that he can win the golf tournament or he wouldn't be playing. So uh, anytime you have Tiger Woods and the Masters, it's a bonus. Um, still today, he's the biggest draw uh, in golf. Uh, not, you know, the it, it's an entertainment industry, uh, and he's the biggest entertainer there is in the game still. So if he were to play in the Masters, uh, that would make their tournament. I know everybody immediately jumps to what's the likelihood of Tiger Woods playing well and winning this championship. Anytime Tiger Woods is involved, the electricity for fans uh, of Tiger Woods gets ratcheted up a notch. But what, you know, with everything that you just laid out there, yes, just walking the course for 18 holes for one round, let alone the idea of making the cut and doing that for four rounds can be a serious challenge. So with that in mind, Andy, what is a realistic expectation for Tiger Woods in this Masters if he does indeed wind up playing the event? Oh, Lord. If he ends up playing the event, I would say he's got probably a 30% chance to make the cut. I would give him no chance to win the golf tournament. Uh, You know, at the end of the day, he's competing against the best players in the world and he hasn't played or competed for a long time. And even if you're Tiger Woods, you still need that competitive edge. You still need that uh, the repetitions of competitive golf uh, to, be, to, to compete against the best in the world. They're sharp. He's not. So uh, if he competes, if he plays in the tournament, that's, the tur- that's a great thing for the tournament. If he happened to make the cut, that would have even be greater. Um, I don't see him making the cut in the tournament, even though it's an easy cut to make. Uh, we'll see. He's proved people wrong in the past. So uh, uh, hopefully he gets to play. That would be great for golf. Andy Dillard hanging out with us. It is the Gimme Zone right here on The Ref. With this Tiger Woods news, if a career green slam bid can ever get a little attention deflected away from it, that's sort of what is happening here for Rory McIlroy in his latest bid to try and complete the career grand slam with a win at the Masters. What are your thoughts about Rory entering this Masters championship? And what about his chances? And what maybe does this Tiger Woods news do for him, if anything, positive or negative? Oh, God's honest truth, uh, Tiger playing or not playing will not affect how Rory plays in the golf tournament. Uh, 
I think Rory's kind of a lost individual right now. I think for a while his his, his uh, desire may have uh, gone down a little bit with all the money he was making. Now I think he's he's interested in playing better. Um, Rory's massively talented. I think he would do be, do himself best by simplifying everything he does. Uh, and just going out and playing golf and trick and uh, quit trying to do a lot of things that really aren't what Rory McIlroy does. So uh, you can't ever count him out. If Rory goes through and plays good, he could win this tournament by six or seven or eight shots. So, and he's that talented. Um, he hasn't shown that so far this year, but, it's a fine line with these guys from playing marginal to playing well enough and good enough to win a golf tournament. So uh, he's always a big name. Um, he's always a draw. Uh, right now his golf game doesn't uh, – it's not really fitting who he is or who he wants to be. So uh, – and that's going to be a, a – Roy's got a tough road in front of him, if you call it a tough road. Uh, but uh, I don't see him winning this golf tournament, but if he does, it wouldn't surprise me. Just from a viewership perspective, what are some of your memories watching the Masters? I know a lot of people sort of point to maybe the shot for Tiger Woods in 2005, the chip shot from the rough that found its way into the bottom of the cup. Is there any one shot or round that sticks out to you from the Masters? The round that will always – there's two of them. Uh, Jack Nicholas in 86 when he won the tournament and uh, when Tiger won his last Masters. That was special. Both of those, the greatest players, two of the greatest players in the world. Uh, and more than likely, those were the two years that they had won their last Masters. Incredible moments. Appreciate your time, as always, Andy. It's not Masters Week yet, but we're awfully, awfully close. So I thought we'd take a deep dive on some of your thoughts on it. Appreciate your time, Andy, and have a great rest of your weekend. Thank you. You do the same, and I look forward to talking to you next week. Gimme Zone back with you. Brought to you by the Territory Golf and Country Club. Out in Duncan, it's the gym of southwestern Oklahoma. Consistently rates as a top ten course in the state. The Territory Offers a fantastic layout, mature trees, natural elevation changes. Of course, the picturesque stage stand creek meandering throughout as well. Plus the fantastic amenities such as the Prairie House Restaurant, their practice facility. Give Aaron Hess a call, 580-475-0075, extension 204 for membership opportunities. Josh Helmer and Brian Vineyard hanging out with you. We've got Oklahoma men's golf. They are looking to defend their Calusa Cup title. That is not yet underway. It starts tomorrow, the three-day 54-hole event, uh, nine-team field that features seven top 25 teams, Brian. Number one, OU. Number eight, Georgia. Number 11, Georgia Tech. Number 16, Florida. 17th-ranked Wake Forest. Number 22, Clemson. And number 23, Purdue, along with Iowa and Marquette. I, I guess last year was the inaugural Calusa Cup, and Oklahoma was the only team 
under par. They beat uh, Georgia Tech last year. So Oklahoma back in action tomorrow. They had won three straight before their last event at the NIT, which Oklahoma State won. So trying to get back on the right foot starting tomorrow, Brian. Well, you know, Coach Hibble said it when we talked with him last. It's really hard to win these golf tournaments. There's a lot of really great teams out there. And the two best teams in the country might be sitting right here in the state of Oklahoma. I mean, right? So, you know, I think Coach Hibble is really excited about Calusa Pines. It's a fantastic course. I've uh, been blessed enough to play it. It will challenge all of your shot banking, and it's got some really difficult green complexes. So if you get on the wrong part of the green, it's a three-putt waiting to happen. But I, I like where our guys' heads are, and I feel like that uh, they're going to go out and defend. We've got the perfect man to help break it all down. Coming up next, Tyler Woodward going to join us on the Gimme Zone. Anything before we take this end of our number one break, anything from Steely's comments that really grabbed you, really stood out? No, no, I think Mike hit the nail on the head. I mean, just having Tiger in the field, I think Andy said it, we said it, Mike said it. He's not going to play if he doesn't think he has a chance to win. He is not. I'm just going to tee it up so everybody gets to see me. That's not Tiger Woods' makeup. That was not Jack Nicklaus's makeup back in his day. These guys that win at that level, they think they're going to win or they're not playing. Especially Tiger Woods, right, given who he's been, all the tournaments that he's won. And correct me if this is wrong, but he would tie Snead for all-time PGA Tour wins if he won the Masters? I believe that is correct. Man. And at one point, you would have thought he's a, it's a lock, right, for him to surpass everybody. And unfortunately, he's had some injuries associated with his body, and then he had the car accident that was, was horrific, where, you know, quite frankly, almost died. Um, so, you know, for him to come back and even be competitive is unbelievable. See, that's something we hadn't even – really broached or touched on yet the natural storylines would be just winning the masters again after having that terrible car accident to to do that i mean that in and of itself is a incredible story to win another green jacket at the age of 46 and match jack nicholas that's a great story but the all-time pga tour wins like Potentially all of those storylines together, it's almost too good to be true, right? You're correct. And, you know, think about the all-time wins. It's so much harder in today's game with the depth of the talent in the game on tour today. Um, Take nothing away from Sam Snead. The reality is on any given tournament, there's probably 50, 60 guys in every field that legitimately have a chance to win. Now, I do think that number is much smaller at Augusta because of the course knowledge factor. And I'm I'm looking here. I believe that Woods is tied with Snead with 82 wins, so he would have it alone if he were to win the Masters. Man, I'm I'm wrapped up in this now. That we've got to see this happen for Tiger Woods. What a story that would be to grab another green jacket to do it after the accident that he had to match Jack Nicklaus to win at the age of 46 and then, oh, by the way, be the 
tops on the leaderboard in terms of 83 all-time PGA Tour wins would be crazy. The Gimme Zone brought to us by Elite Roofing Systems. Tyler Woodward from out at Jimmy Austin. He's going to get us up to date on everything that's happening out at Jimmy Austin. Great place, obviously, to spend your spring and summer. He'll tell you how you can get hooked up, signed up for a membership option out there at Jimmy Austin. And then, of course, Oklahoma off to try and defend their Calusa Cup title. Plus, I'm sure he's got plenty of thoughts on Abraham Answer and the type of golf that he has been playing of late. We'll step aside. That's the end of hour number one. Tyler Woodward from Jimmy Austin joins us next. Keep it right here. It's the Gimme Zone on the Rev. Hour number two of the Gimme Zone. Hanging out with you on a Saturday on The Ref. Brought to us by Elite Roofing Systems. We welcome in Tyler Woodward, the PGA head golf professional out at Jimmy Austin OU Golf Club. Tyler, what's going on, man? Happy Saturday to you. Yeah, happy Saturday, you boys. Uh, thanks for having me on. Uh, we are got a beautiful day in Norman, Oklahoma. First uh, member event of the year at the Jimmy. So I uh, got it kicked off at 10, and, and they got some beautiful weather for it. How's the course looking? I'm sure immaculate. Oh, man, it's it's my favorite time of year, uh, as we always talk about. Not only that the grass is starting to turn green and the weather starts to get a little warmer, but it's the Masters. It's here. It's finally here. Uh, excited about this week. Um, you know, this is this is the second Christmas uh, for, for all, all things golf pros and all things golf fans. So excited for that. Just waiting for one guy to say he's in and, uh, unless that broke while I was not paying attention uh, this morning. But, yeah, we're, it's a great time of year for golf. Well, Tyler, you didn't hear it last week, maybe. Uh, you know, Tiger allegedly texted Matt Reynolds and said he was playing. You know, we broke that on the gimme zone last week. So. There, you, there you go. Well, you guys you guys have the in. I love it. Uh, you know, it, it is. It's kind of one of those love him, hate him. He's, he's the guy that moves the needle for the game. Um, I, obviously, growing up, he was – he was my my Jack Nicholas. Um, so hopefully, if he if he does play, um, you know, hopefully he can be competitive and be it'd be great for great for the event, great for the tour. So, what do you think about the Tiger Woods news? Has played eighteen a practice round down there at Augusta National. All signs point to he's playing this Masters Championship. What do you think about? his chances, realistic results for Tiger Woods, and just your thoughts on what it means for this major. Well, you know, I think I think we all have paid attention enough in, in the multiple comebacks that he's had. You know, the guy the guy is a competitor, and I, I feel like if he didn't feel like he could compete, uh, he wouldn't put Joey LaCava through it. He wouldn't put his, his team, he wouldn't put himself through it. Um, so, you know, there was all the, all the pictures and reports at, at Medalist down in Florida that he – you know, Joey flew in uh, a couple weeks ago when they've been playing, walking and playing 18 a day. Um, so all things point to uh, here we go. Uh, and like I said, I think realistically, I mean, we're 13 months removed from the guy almost having his leg amputated. What is realistic? But then again, it's Tiger Woods. So uh, I, I think I think he'll 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 play. I think he'll probably top 15, um, and that would be that would be considered you know a great week. Um, there's no place. That he sets up to, you know, Tory, Bay Hill, all of those. But again, Augusta National is special to all of those guys out there. But very, very special to Tiger Woods. Um, so excited for that. Um, you know, we got obviously we're we're pumped anytime we got a sooner in the field. Um, and my boy Abe making his third 
start um, at the Masters. Uh, he had the he had the interesting non-April COVID one, uh, and then he had the traditional one last year. Uh, and he makes his third start this year. You know, obviously two for two and cuts made. Uh, two for two, finishing top twenty-six. Um, so I'm excited to see. I talked to him last week. Um, excited to see where his game, uh, how it kind of pans out this week. He's been on been on a great run, hitting the ball well. Obviously, doing what he does with his putter and his, his wedge, and and that is that is so key uh, at Augusta National. So excited, excited for. Uh, for the week, excited to uh, to get up early, watch the featured groups, and and it'll be on in our restaurant area. It'll be on in our in our golf shop. It'll be on everywhere here at the Jimmy uh, for the Masters this week. Well, hey Tyler, speaking of Abe, uh, we'd all love to see him play well and win. This course historically has been a bombers course, although there's been a few Zach Johnson, Larry Mize, those types win there that are not bombers what realistically do you think can Abe win this tournament you know it's it's definitely one of those things i think getting the wgc win uh and kind of getting that that off his back of uh you know getting that first win uh last year i i do uh you know i think i think he he prepares um, you know, a lot of those guys do, um, but he, he puts in the work whenever it comes to the short game. And, and it is, you know, Abe's, Abe's never going to be the longest of, of guys off the tee uh, on average, but he, he truly is going to be one of those to where he's going to put it in play, uh, and, and that's, what, that's why his career has been successful so far. Uh, and then if he misses, makes those mistakes and misses some of the greens and getting up and down around there is, is one of the toughest places to do it, and he's, he's got those abilities. You know, Vegas has got him at plus 6,500, uh, probably for a reason. Uh, you know, you're looking like you talk about, you know, the past winners and, and, and the John Roms of the world, uh, you know, as, as, a, as a guy who, who does bomb it. You know, they're, they're the odds favorite at plus 900. I, I have to think, you know, I think Abe's going to be a top 10 this week. I don't think we get the green jacket this year. Um, but this is, this is the first of, or, you know, the third of a very, a, a, a illustrious career at Augusta. I think at some point, I think he probably will get a get a green jacket uh, and, and be a be a champion at, at Augusta National and at the Masters. But we're going to probably say not quite yet this year. Well, we all love Abe, and we we like his chances to play well at the Masters, and we'll all be pulling for that. Beyond Absolutely. answer at this Masters. Some of the favorites, John Rahm, you, you mentioned him. Is there a couple of golfers that you feel like either their form, they trend into this Masters playing really well that you like, or you just feel a couple couple of these guys that the course really sets up well for them? Yeah, you know, it's it's not going to be, you know, an outside pick by any means. But, I mean, nobody is trending better. Uh, nobody hits it, you know, quite the same, at least in the last five to six weeks of Scotty Scheffler. Um, so he's coming in with a bunch of confidence, obviously uh, a lot larger bank account than what he did, you know, six to eight weeks ago. Um, so somebody that, you know, the pressure's not really on. I think there's always pressure, you know, playing in a major, but you know, just, just his incredible run he's on right now. I, I look at him, you know, being up there uh, in, you know, in, right in the mix. My pick this week, uh, I'll give you guys a sneak peek into, uh, you know, don't, don't go and tell, uh, Toby, because he, he always likes to try to follow my picks uh, on on the show, but it's gonna be it's gonna be the year of Colin Morikawa. I think uh, his game sets up so nicely. 
again, he's playing well. He's, he's turned it in the right direction. Um, somebody that's just week in, week out, I think, uh, is going to be going to be the guy this week so well tyler the good news is i'm sitting here in vegas doing the show and i'm going to take everything and put it on morikawa and it's on you what there do you, you think? go I, I think i think you're you're in in a perfect spot for it go ahead and put a little down for myself as well uh all right yeah, yeah, it, it is he yeah he's he's got he's got so much ability um he's he's young and and, and eager enough and, and probably probably dumb enough to go for some flags that you shouldn't but he's got the game to kind of back it up whenever it comes to hitting those shots. Um, so, like I said, it's it's kid in the candy store, uh, you know, watching everything leading up to it, and, and and there's not a better week out there in my mind. How do you feel I think for Colin? Go ahead, Josh. I'm sorry. How do you feel about this pick? I'm sort of trending toward Xander Shoffley winning this Masters Championship. He's played well here in the past. Second in 19, third in 21. Top twenty in two thousand twenty. This season, his results aren't super remarkable. Seven cuts in nine events. His best finish so far was the WM Phoenix Open, where he he finished third. Good pick, bad pick, okay pick for Xander Shopley. You know, again, it's it's kind of these guys just like him, Spieth, you know, JT that that came out young guns and, and now they've had a couple of years on tour uh, and, and have done some incredible things. I think, I think Xander's going to be, he's right there as well. I think that's a great pick. Um, he's, he's one of those guys, again, you get the putter going at Augusta national and, and you're going to be right in the mix of things and, and, and competing for that green jacket on Sunday. Um, you know, it, it, it will, it, it's, it's going to be one of those things. I think, I think the weather early in the week has started to uh trend in a, in a little bit of rain and storms Tuesday afternoon. I think it clears up towards Thursday. If I it, last time I looked, so it's going to play longer. Obviously, it's been it's been well reported that there were some changes made on eleven and fifteen. Um, you know, it's it's one of those golf courses that uh, if you've ever been there, if you've ever seen it, you you know it, it's hard to describe. Um, you know, it doesn't doesn't do it justice describing it. But man, just thinking about fifteen playing longer that that second shot going for the green on the par five with the water protecting, and if you're long, you're dead. Um, you know, just an impossible up and down from over the green. Those are the things that I'm excited about. You know, the game is, is all going in that direction with, with length being king, but uh, it's it kind of plays into Abe, and, and guy, you know, Xander hits it a little bit further than Abe does, <laughs> as most do, but, uh, you know, it kind of brings that strategy into play. Okay, is how, how tight are your wedges? How, how, you know, how confident are you on that 15 to 18 foot putt? instead of trying to get it in there, um, you know, inside of 10. So uh, it, it'll be exciting. Looking forward to it. Um, and then, you know, like I said, we're, we're in season. It's, it's, it's go time in, in, in golf. It's go time in, in golf in Oklahoma. So, Well, Josh, I like your pick of Xander Shopley. And another, another guy that, we just, that you guys just mentioned that, that a lot of people aren't talking a ton about is JT. JT's been playing great lately. He's a guy, I think, that could win this tournament. Yeah, no, I, I think you know that's that's the that's the fun, interesting part of of this this lineup. Just looking at those Masters, John Rahm, Jordan Spieth, Colin Morikawa, JT, Rory, Dustin, Cam Smith, Scheffler. I mean, the fact that Brooks Kepka is that far down the list. Patrick Cantlay is another one that I love. Victor Hovland, even though he's a he's a poke. I mean, just an incredible golfer. As long, the only thing that's going to hurt Hovland is that short game. <laughs> We've I've been preaching about short game at, at Augusta. He 
you know, he's self-proclaimed the worst, you know, short game guy out on tour right now. So unless he's been putting in some work in the last couple of weeks, he might struggle. But yeah, it's, it is. It's such a such a fun field. Will Zalatoris, another guy that's plus thirty five hundred. I mean, that's that's a pretty good value bet there. Um, anybody who gets it going gets it. You know, gets the right draw on on weather, and uh, it's it's an open open kind of book to, to who we can get it. So can't wait. It's going to be a blast as it always is at the Masters. Tyler Woodward, PGA head golf professional, out at Jimmy Austin OU Golf Club. Before we get you out of here, tell folks what you guys have coming up over at Jimmy Austin. And obviously, I mean, so many amenities there. The course is immaculate. The the golf store is tremendous. A lot of my Christmas shopping takes place over there at Jimmy Austin. So tell everybody what you guys got going on. You bet. Yeah, we got we got a busy season as we always do. Uh, we're taking a break from NCAA regionals. We'll start those back up next year. Um, but we have uh, some high school golf coming coming up uh, here at the Jimmy this year. So we've got the Norman Crosstown Clash uh, Saturday the 16th um, of April, uh, which is a cool little match play deal that you know Greg Gross and Ryan Rayner have kind of been working hard to get some excitement back to Norman Norman High School golf. Um, then we, then we go right into the U.S. Open qualifier on the 26th of April, and then we host 6A High School State uh, the 9th and 10th of May. Um, so short term, we got a, we got a lot of high school good golf coming up. Um, but, yeah, memberships are available here at the Jimmy. Um, we do offer four non-member times a day. Um, so we book those seven days in advance, and they book up pretty darn quick. But just uh, golf courses trending in the right direction. Like I said, starting to see the green grass popping, which is always fun and always exciting. And then we'll just get that consistent heat, uh, and we'll be we'll be ready to rock and roll. Tyler, appreciate well, your time. Have a, a great rest of your weekend. All right, boys. Thank you, you Woody. Good. Yep, you bet. Talk soon. Tyler Woodward from out there at Jimmy Austin. We're do a break. We'll take it. Come back. Wrap up this uh, top of the hour break next, right here on the Gimme Zone. Back with you here, Gimme Zone on the ref. I am Josh Helmer. He is Brian Vineyard. The Gimme Zone brought to us by the Territory Golf and country club down in duncan hey we do have a pga tour event this week it's the valero texas open in that precarious spot one week in front of the masters ryan palmer right now currently your leader he'll tee off at noon he is 10 under par dylan fratelli is eight under matt kuchar eight under par kevin chapel eight under par as well and gary woodland familiar name just three shots back from the lead speaking of Matsuyama the defending champion at the Masters he's out of the Texas Open with a neck injury this is is it serious or is this just precautionary you think well you never know I would think it's probably precautionary you'd hate to see him not be able to defend his title but uh you know you mentioned it earlier this Valero Open falls in that time it's like Who's paying attention to Valero Open? The talk's already gone to Masters. But a guy that's right there, Gary Woodland, he's also made some noise at Augusta before. So, Rockshock Jayhawk, U.S. Open champion from yes. a couple of years back, Gary Woodland. It's going to be fun. I- I'm looking forward to it. There's so many different storylines, and probably one of the storylines we're not thinking of just yet is – what's going to wind up emerging at Augusta National. That's sort of how it tends to play out, Brian. There's always a storyline that you don't see coming that happens every year on this course. And 
it, it seems as though there's always that 36-hole uh, guy that's up there that nobody expected, and then you have right. the weekend collapse, right? Just complete collapse, and you brought up 12, hole number 12 earlier. It seems to start right there, doesn't it? Amen corner. It has... Jumped up and bit plenty of golfers. Got to take a top-of-the-hour break. We'll come back. Matt Reynolds next right here on the Gimme Zone. Welcome back to the Gimme Zone. It is Josh, Brian, and Matt here with you. I'm on just here for this one segment, but it's an important segment, talking masters. But before we get to it, want to make sure and remind you to check out our good friends at Ender18, Ender18.com. I go over there all the time, and they've got three great hitting bays that are all track, man, just like the pros are using the best in the business. You can play, whether that's a whole course. What I prefer to do personally is to play the par three courses because I don't know how you are. For me, I just don't hit a driver very well indoors. So I focus on the irons. But whatever you want to focus on, if it's dialing your numbers to know how long you're carrying the ball, they are a great resource. They also do a lot of adjustments to the clubs. Uh, if you have something that's going on or need your club regripped, uh, shaft redone, whatever the case may be, they do all of that. So check them out, indoor 18 dot com josh we are man next week at this time we'll be uh, knee deep in the masters i'm excited for it i have a rare rare weekend where i'm not uh, going to be watching basketball next weekend so that is wonderful news great timing thank you masters thank you basketball for lining up but uh excited for what's going to be i mean potentially one of the most viewed masters of all time if sir eldrick tiger woods is in the field it sounds like it's trending in that direction. We know that Scotty Scheffler is going to be in the field. The odds I'm looking at right here, right now, off of CBS Sports, 16-1 to 1 for Scotty Scheffler. He's coming off, of course, his third win now on the season, the WGC Dell Technologies Championship down in Texas. Scotty Scheffler, you give him much of a chance in this upcoming major championship? And what did you think about his WGC win? I mean, I think if you don't, then you're kind of crazy, right? <laughs> the guy just keeps winning, and I don't know how we couldn't give him a chance here. Now, what I don't like about his chances on that end of it is, man, the only thing I don't like is the fact that he hasn't played Augusta enough to know the little tricks of the trade of, hey, chip it to this point and it does this. Hey, chip it to that point. Tiger Woods has all that knowledge, and, and you know if you want to go with the younger guy, Justin Thomas has all that knowledge because he's played the course so many times. So I think that is a, a hindrance in there, but the way he's playing, he could win on any golf course, on any planet uh, in the game of golf right now because he's he's been absolutely phenomenal. He's been the player of the year. I pretty much think player of the year is locked up unless somebody goes off and wins two majors, and then maybe they can take that title from him. But to have three wins – pretty much back-to-back and then almost back-to-back-to-back. I mean, within a five-week span, that's it's absurdity. It's absolutely absurdity. So you've got to give him a chance. And 16-1, to 1, man, that's, that's pretty good odds. I think his odds are high only because he hasn't played Augusta as much. The Gimme Zone right here on the rep brought to us by Elite Roofing Systems. Hey, the, the biggest story, you mentioned it, of this tournament it's Tiger Woods. I mean, who would have thought that Tiger Woods, it seems, is playing the 2022 Masters? What a story within this major championship. I mean, do you think about, obviously, the accident that Tiger Woods had, and yet here we are a little over a year later, 
and it seems like all systems to go. It does. It does. I believe it when we see it on Thursday. He clearly intends to play, uh, but no, hold your breath just because you just never know what could happen before we get there. So I, I think that Tiger Woods has been playing this lamp up for quite some time. Um, you know, I did report on the Gimme Zone last week, if you listened, that Tiger Woods would be in the field. So, you know, you heard it here first. Since it's right, we're going to go and uh, go with that. But in all seriousness, he just he, – he moves the needle. He moves the needle like no one else has ever moved the needle and probably like no one else ever will move the needle. So it's great to have him back if he does indeed, uh, you know, stay healthy enough to be able to play. And I hope we see him make the cut. He's never, uh, you know, a guy that you really think is going to miss the cut in any tournament when he's playing. But it's his first tournament back, and it's a it's a tough tournament. Augusta is a place he knows so well that, you know, even if he hits it all around the yard, he chips and putts well enough that, especially in a place like that, he'll be just fine, I think. I think he will make the cut. And I think that we're probably not realizing that I don't think he's coming back to just come back, Josh. Personally, I think he's coming back to win. I'm not saying he's going to win, but I do think he's coming back with a mentality of he can win. We thought a couple of years ago his Masters win when he hadn't won in, what was it, 11 years of major championship. We thought that was storybook. I mean, this if he were to win this Masters, this story has to be maybe greater than that story, which would be incredible. Beyond the Tiger Woods tale of this, which I'm looking at his odds right here on CBS, 60-1 to 1 for Tiger Woods to win. The storyline beyond Tiger Woods as a winner, what do you think would be the best one? Beyond Tiger Woods, I think having a new champion would be good. As far as a storybook, Rory is probably the, the story that could develop. That being said, Rory is playing some awful golf right now. I just I don't see it. I don't see it at all. Uh, so I, I think Tiger is clearly your best story. Rory's probably your number two just because that, that completes his uh, career grand slam. I just don't know, though, that I – believe that one can happen so if those two are out which i believe both of them will not happen not impossible but i don't think either of them will happen then i think it just goes to a first time winner somebody like a scotty shuffler uh like a justin thomas who you know has one he has one one only one major champion in his career and that's a little bit you know shocking when you hear that because jt you think man that guy's really good John Rahm, uh, he hasn't won here before, so he could be another guy. Um, I, I think it would have to be somebody like that that is beginning, you know, a new legacy as a Masters champion with the green jacket. Rory, you talked about him there, the potential Grand Slam storyline for him. Is it as simple as he's not putted well enough at Augusta, or is it larger than that, why he hasn't won at Augusta National? I think that that has a lot to do with it. Um was listening to Kyle Porter on CBS uh, just last night, and he was talking about how Rory and his, you know, it's not just putting. It's a little bit of everything right now. Putting is what has, you know, made him maybe not win in some spots, sure, but it's more his approach shots. 
I didn't realize this. So out of the, there's been 76 guys that have played uh, five Masters consecutively and rode last five Masters. Out of those 76, he ranks almost uh, dead last in approach shots, which means the guy just doesn't have his distances dialed in. And, you know, he talked about in his press conference even uh, this week as a tournament that's going on right now at the Valero that, hey, I'm, I'm trying to focus on dialing my distances in. And what do we see? In the first and second round, you're seeing this guy, you know, he's missing by, you know, 50 feet, 60 feet from where he's supposed to be in his landing zone. You do that at Augusta, and it's not going to be a bogey. It's going to be a double bogey, a triple bogey, quadruple bogey. I mean, it, it can all happen. So there's just spots on that course that you've got to really be good with your pro shots. He's drove the ball very well there. I think he'll continue to do that. But for me, it'll come down to can he get the ball on the green regulation uh, and give himself shots to get hot with the putter because no matter how hot you are with that putter, if your first putt on the green is for bogey, Good luck to you. That's going to be a long weekend. What do you think of Phil Mickelson not playing in this Masters? I think Phil's suspended. I think Phil's suspended. Um, I just don't know why he wouldn't play otherwise. I think he was very clearly asked, and maybe asked isn't even the right word, maybe told that he wasn't going to play the Masters this year. Um, I just it, It disgusts me in a large regard if that is what happened. Because it's just a sham. I mean, you talk about all the, the the scandals that have come through the Masters. And Tiger Woods, when he had his whole deal, he got dressed down in quite infamous fashion uh, by the Masters crew there at Augusta. And maybe this will get me, you know, uninvited from the Masters that I've never been invited to. But I just think it's it's a low blow and. The guy didn't say anything except for the truth, and he's just getting hammered for it. So, you know, apparently the world would rather us just lie to itself than actually be truthful. So I, I still to this day, like, I just – unless there's something underlying that we don't know about yet, which that's possible. Uh, it's possible. I just, you know, I kind of can't wrap my head around exactly why he would be, quote-unquote, suspended but under the table. All right. One Sooner, one Cowboy. 65 to 1 odds for both Abraham Answer and for one Ricky Fowler. Which of those two golfers do you give the the better chance to be in the mix? Not necessarily win the tournament, but to be top 10 in the hunt late. You know, uh the question is is Ricky going to get in the field? He's he's very close to not being in the field, so he's got to play well down the stretch here in Texas. We'll see what he does, but Abe Josh, man, I would have picked him, and I thought he was as uh, he'd been a great pick at those odds. But the reason his odds have dropped so much, he's hurt, and we don't know what's wrong. He withdrew uh, from the Valero Texas Open, and it was kind of one of those cryptic messages. It almost looked like COVID, to be quite honest. The way he's framed it, uh, you know, hey, I'm gutted, you know, I can't compete. And what is his home, for those that don't know, the TPC San Antonio, which is where the Valero Open is, that uh, that the Texas Open is at his home course, so that he knows that course very well. Um, I actually know uh, a family that is their members down there. They from they're from Oklahoma and they go down there frequently and they've met him there. So he spends a lot of time out there in his downtime in San Antonio, and it's it's obviously something he wanted to play in. So he, something's wrong. I hope it's COVID because if it's COVID, then he can rest up this week and he should be good to go next week. But you worry, you know, if it's a hamstring, if it's a pulled muscle, if it's in anything like that, 
how's that going to impact him going into this tournament? You just hope it doesn't because the guy's been playing such great golf. Uh, he had a great performance at the WGC event. And I think he's a guy that, you know, he's been in contention here before. It was the fall masters, but still he was in contention. Baker's dozen of quote unquote favorites here. John Rahm, nine to one, Jordan Speed and Morikawa, along with Justin Thomas, all twelve to one, according to CBS Sports again here. McElroy and Dustin Johnson, fourteen to one, Cameron Smith and Scotty Scheffler, sixteen to one, Brooks Kepka, Patrick Cantley. Victor Hopland, all 18 to 1, and then Xander Shoffley and Bryson DeChambeau, 20 to 1. Out of that Baker's dozen of, let's call them the presumptive favorites here, who do you like the best to outright win this Masters championship? Well, I'll start at the top. Brooks Kepka, of the guys that has the best odds, would be my pick because he's been playing uh, pretty great golf here lately, and I think this is the tournament where he's coming in fully healthy and can really do some damage. But I, I, as a, as a better, I would love the value you're getting with some of those guys at 16 to one and beyond. And you got to start with two guys that have been head to head. If you want to say Scotty Scheffler is definitely the player of the year right now, I'm not going to argue with you. But Cam Smith isn't far behind. Cam Smith's won two tournaments already this year, and if he wins something like this, then he's you know he may take the lead in that race. Cam Smith and Scotty Scheffler are two of my favorite players to watch and two of definitely my favorites in this tournament. And then, uh, real quick, I'll hit on two more, and that's Victor Hovland at 18-1. to 1. I think that's really good odds for Victor. The problem with Victor and Augusta, he doesn't chip well, and you're going to have to make some big-time chips here at some point. So you just you hope if he is in contention, he can figure that out for his sake. What a first major this would be. I think Victor will win a major this year, but I, I don't know necessarily if it's going to be this one. And then you got to talk about Bryson. Bryson's coming back into form, but if you would have told people that you could get Bryson DeChambeau in a major, fully healthy, for 20 to 1 odds, that's some pretty dang good odds. Uh, and then same thing with Andrew Shoffley, who's right there with him. So that's, you know, it's it's an important mix. I didn't mention JT. A lot of people like JT for that reason alone. I'm not going with JT. Not that I don't like JT, but I'm not going with him because everybody seems to be picking him here lately. So my pick is going to be Cam Smith. I think Cam Smith is aligned to play really well here. He's he's felt the Masters before, uh, and you know been in that final pairing down the stretch. It was a different looking Masters with you know limited fans to no fans, but I think his game translates everywhere, and he's obviously been playing some great golf. So, give me Cam Smith. Last question, and then we'll take a timeout here on the Gimme Zone, brought to us by Elite Roofing Systems. What are some of your favorite moments? of the Masters? Any particular tournaments or shots that stand out for you? You know, as someone that really didn't get into golf until uh, COVID is really when I got into it, my favorite moments are, are limited because of that. I still know the Masters, even as a guy who didn't really care a whole bunch about golf, you know, at, before COVID and I started playing, I still, you know, you still use watch the Masters. It's something that I think it's, some, everybody knows. They know what the green jacket is. They they may not know a whole bunch about golf. They at least know that element. But I, I will always point back to that 2019 uh, victory of Tiger Woods. I just, you know, he could go to top it, obviously, if he won this year. But him climbing that mountaintop was very, very impressive. And even as just a avid sports fan, it, it will always stick with me. So that's the one I would pick for me is that I just, I think that, 
seeing what he's done in his career obviously is phenomenal. But that was the one to get back on top that a lot of people, especially uh, radio hosts around here, didn't think would ever be possible. And obviously he right. did them all wrong and then some. Appreciate Matt Reynolds carving out a little time for us. I know that he's obviously busy this weekend, but uh, some of Matt Reynolds, our co-host every week, his thoughts on this upcoming Masters. Final timeout, running out of real estate here on the Gimme Zone. It's brought to us, of course, as always, by Elite Roofing Systems. Give them a call here in Norman or Oklahoma City, 405 405- 361-3094. The number to call in Tulsa, 918-984-5475. Their website is EliteRoofOK.com, where they can help you out for all of your residential and commercial roofing needs. Elite Roofing Systems. 20 years experience. They offer free estimate uh, estimates, and they have faithfully served Norman, Tulsa, the surrounding areas. Take a timeout, our final timeout. Josh Elmer, Brian Vineyard. We'll get his official pick, some of his final thoughts on the Masters. Maybe a favorite moment for Brian Vineyard watching the Masters over the years as well. Take a timeout, and then we'll set you up for OU Baseball right here on The Ref. Keep it locked in. It's the Gimme Zone. Real quick before we hop out the door, I promised earlier that we would share Andy Dillard's picks on the Masters with you, and here was Andy Dillard's thoughts on the 2022 Masters. It's throwing darts trying to pick who's going to win. You could, uh, you can say you've got a dark horse and he can be a top twenty player in the world. So uh, I'm going to, you know, generally speaking, you pick a player that that turns the ball over from right to left, which is a Roy McIlroy, uh, and hits the ball long. If they have bad weather, it will favor uh, a sh- not a short hitter, but players that don't bomb it. So, you know. Possibly Tommy Fleetwood. He hasn't won over here. He's got the golf game. He curves the ball correctly. He's been playing pretty good. I, I, I tell you what, I'm going to go with Scotty Sh- with uh, the kid from California, Shoffley. I'm going to I'm going to say Burns is playing well. His pockets are full right now. I'm not sure if that grind and intensity is there. If it's not at the Masters, it never will be. Uh, I'm going to I'm going to jump out on a limb. Guys played well there in the past. His game fits that golf course. Uh, I'm gonna say Xander Shoffley gets the the monkey off his back for not winning in a while, and and uh, walks out of there with a cigar and a green jacket. Andy, before we get you out of here, tell everybody how they can get in contact with you. The best man to take lessons from from right here around Oklahoma City. How can folks get in touch with you, Andy? Hey, give me a call, 405-535-2529. That's 405-535-2529. If you want to learn how to play golf like the guys on television you're watching, just give me a call. I'll take care of you. So I might have swiped my Xander Shopley pick a little bit, but Andy Dillard and I are, are in agreement, Brian. Hey, I you know, I... Sat here and asked Andy some of his favorite moments, Matt his favorite moments. What about yourself? A couple of shots, a couple of tournament moments that really stand out for you? Well, Josh, for me, since I'm a Golden Bear fan, it has to be the 86 Masters and the Vern Lundquist call. I can't hear that enough. Um, Jack, to me, was the guy that, that kind of set the bar, and then Tiger probably reestablished a higher bar after that, and so 
Nicholas's run was magical at 46 years old. He hadn't done anything in a long time to come out and win that golf tournament. It was fantastic. And, you know, I appreciate Tiger. I'm just not personally a huge Tiger fan. Which I I don't think you're alone in that. There's, you know, obviously a legion of Tiger Woods fans, but there's a good portion of people that don't like what has happened in Tiger Woods's off-the-course life. And, you know, beyond that, just – Kind of like some other golfers. So, and if you grew up watching Jack Nicholas too, I mean, that probably makes it to where you're not as big of a Tiger Woods fan. You dated me, but yes, it is. Just uh, I just didn't want to see uh, Jack's records be be broken. It looks like they're probably safe now. <laughs> I would think so, unless Tiger has a couple of final surprises in his game for us, and really you almost kind of feel like if that's the case, if he's going to tie Jack Nicholas's major record and maybe break it, I don't think that's happening at this point, Brian. But if it is, it almost really kind of has to start next week. I agree. So it should be fun. The Masters will will be great. It's always, always a blast from down at Augusta National. want to thank all of our guests this morning. Thank you to Andy Dillard and, of course, to Tyler Woodward for hopping in here today. Do you have a do you have a, a pick this week to win before the? I mean, obviously we got the Masters coming up next week, but what do you think about the Valero Texas Open? Are you sticking with Palmer on top of the leaderboard or somebody a little bit further down the board? Uh, I I think Dylan Fratelli. He's going to win. It's a good pick. Have fun out in Vegas. The Final Four. Are we? Headed for Duke, Kansas, or do you like an upset from either North Carolina or Villanova tonight? Well, I you know it's hard to bet against Jay Wright, but I'll tell you I'm going to go with Kansas because I think they're the deeper team. They don't have uh, the injuries that Villanova has, and then I got to go with our Oklahoma guy and go with North Carolina, right? There is a groundswell of support for Brady Manick, no doubt. Hey, Brian, fun time as always. Have fun out there. Travel safe getting back, and we'll talk next week. See you next week. Thanks, Josh. It's been the Gimme Zone right here on The Ref, presented by Elite Roofing Systems and the Territory Golf and Country Club out in Duncan. With that, we say adios on this Saturday and remind you, Oklahoma baseball from down at Globe Life Field. We hand it off to Toby Rowland, the Sooners, and the Longhorns. Game number two of that series coming up next right here on The Ref. So long, everybody.